Welcome to the Indoors Podcast. I am your host, Asher Korn. This project was created at the height of social distancing to give a voice to local artists and bands to share their stories in their own words and to find ways we can all continue to help support each other. All artists featured on this podcast submitted a sample of their music and a small bio about themselves. On this episode, I interview Mary Ellendorf, also known as Girl in a Band. Mary is a girl who doesn't know how to deal with internal conflicts, so she writes about them vaguely. This process allows her to have a direct dialogue with her emotions and to create something beautiful out of something unfortunate. Girl in a Band was newer to the Fort Collins music scene and is currently on hiatus due to COVID-19's impact. Mary states, quote, The community can come together by physically being apart, taking care of ourselves, i.e. washing your hands, but also being there for your friends over the phone and supporting local musicians if you can, end quote. Coming up next is her song, Benefit, followed by an exclusive interview with Girl in a Band.
Mary Ellendorf. I play under Girl in a Band. And my music is really just kind of like my experiences that I've had regarding like trauma and mental health stuff and just kind of how I feel about it. And for me, it was never really music that I anticipated anyone hearing. It was just kind of like things that I've said to myself, conversations in my head and things with like my therapist that I would write down. And then in order to give my trauma less weight, I just kind of like writing songs. And then it was its own thing that I had control over. And it was essentially my property. Now, it wasn't something that owned me, it was something that I owned, which helped me through a lot of the trauma that I've had and have written about. I guess that's kind of where it started. That's really powerful. It's really hard, like, for me to put it into words, because I'm not really well spoken and I'm very vague most of the time but I do my best. (laughs) That was one of the things I appreciated about your brief description form was that you wrote I'm just a girl who doesn't know how to deal with internal conflict so I write about them vaguely. It's an iconic description. Thank you it's it's exactly what it is and I think like in other artists what I like and when I can ground myself on other people's work when it's like I could tell that this this song or their music at least didn't necessarily start from a place where I'm writing this for other people I'm writing this for myself and I'm letting people in by sharing it do you have advice for anyone who maybe looking at better ways of self-expression and telling a story without wanting to reveal too much? I wouldn't even recommend like pursuing something that you necessarily think that you're good at or feel like you're validated in in a specific space because I grew up on classical music, doing classical violin in like middle school through high school and then started teaching myself guitar my freshman year of college and I didn't really start writing music until last year and it was just a challenge for myself because I've always been like well other people write music like I couldn't write music but then like all this trauma happened and it was like, this is something that's fun for me. I like playing music. So I'm going to challenge myself on making what is so painful into something that can be looked at as beautiful. And that was a challenge that I put for myself. But I've dabbled in painting and other things like that. And I'm not good at painting. It's not something that I would share or show other people but it's the process of doing it that I found enjoyment and peace with so my I guess my advice would be that whatever you like doing a hobby of yours that you like whether it be painting or music or writing like poetry or writing stories if you can give like a character or a narrative to even a simple feeling, I think that can allow you to gain ownership and it can allow you to gain 
control over those feelings that sometimes feel like they're controlling you, if that makes sense. It'll find you organically if you let it. Any ideas or thoughts that you have, something happened to me and I don't know what to do with it. Let me try this. Let me try that. And you'll find a way and you'll find your own way to deal with it and to make it have less power. At the end, like the only thing you're getting out of it is just like pride in yourself that you've made something. And now you can take control over these things and kind of know like when it happens again, or if I feel this way again, I know my outlet for it. Do you want to talk a little bit about Benefit? Positive Benefit was recorded as a voice memo, and then I uploaded it and added bass to it is essentially all it is. And I don't know, it was like, I don't know what else to add to it. I don't necessarily think that anything else needs to be added to it because when I wrote it, it's all so raw and I kind of wanted it to stay raw. When I was writing it, I was going through something with a friend of mine. We were both feeling very hurt from it. Just basically everything that we were saying to each other and the way that I was feeling, I just kind of put it into words. When I get into arguments or like things like a a friendship is ending, I find myself just like sitting in the shower. Sometimes I'm crying or just some sometimes. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, what is going on? I'm like trying to wash this off of me, but I just don't feel like refreshed by any means. So it came, I wrote it in the middle of a fight, essentially. And it was one of those fights that was just like over the phone. Like neither of us could essentially face each other. And that's when I wrote it. And then we we met and we talked it all out in person. And for a while, I didn't want to share it with anyone, especially like put it out in on the internet for anyone to hear. When I did, it was it wasn't like anything that oh, I want to hurt this person by letting them know that they've hurt me or something like that. It was really just I need this out of my possession. Like I need this out of my space. So I'm going to put it on it the internet, like essentially getting it away from myself, where it can be somebody else's instead of mine, just because I needed to make space for other things, other projects and other people, because that time that I made was like, essentially really negative for me. I found a lot of peace with just finishing the project and putting it out there. It, did, it felt like this weight was lifted off of my shoulders and that like I could focus on other things and be more present and be more clear-minded working with other projects and people now that it was like out of my hands, essentially. It just kind of came from like an argument with a friend. It was just, it wasn't working and that's okay. A part of me like feels bad that I'm writing all these songs that put people in a negative light. And that's not necessarily how I like to live and how I like to see people, you know, or move on from relationships being like, well, you were a bad person or you're a bad friend. Because that's not it. 
I write about things when it's bad, but then afterwards it gives me the clarity to see that they aren't bad people. We just weren't right for each other, if that makes sense. And that's another thing I need to work on. I think for me, growing as an artist would be working more on highlighting good things instead of highlighting the bad that I see in myself that I sometimes will end up projecting onto other people and stuff, to be honest. Honesty is appreciated. And I do appreciate how transparent that is to share about not only where the song came from, but the personal background, your intent behind it. And that's something that I think that is just honestly so wonderful and refreshing to hear. Because oftentimes artists will write something cool for the sake of writing something cool or write something emotional because it reflects how they're feeling. But to put so much thought into not only creating a song, but how it is shared, how it is distributed, and how it is received is really interesting to hear. Thanks. Yeah, like another thing is with Benefit, I personally see a lot of pettiness in it from my end. And I acknowledge that. And that's that's why I ended up liking it. I don't know if that sounds bad or not, but it's just kind of like I recognize those things and that's really, for me, the only way to get better and to see what I will and will not put up with in relationships. And I guess I, I kind of want to be the artist that I wish I had around to listen to during like these times. I guess I just want people to feel like it's okay to be petty sometimes. And that's not something that is like, highlighted ever. But everybody, when you're in an argument with a friend, like you're probably being petty. And that's just kind of like a reflex. But being able to step back and realizing that that's what that is. Writing the song, I was just really sad and I was heartbroken because I loved this person and I just loved being around them. But then realizing that they didn't want to be around me anymore it hurt. And it hurt a lot. And then I was just like, well, all those times that we spent together, and just did nothing, we were there for each other when we needed each other. But when I was there for you, was that the only reason why I was around? Like, that's, was I only around for your benefit, sort of thing? Because I think it just comes from being used and like emotionally used in so many other spaces and relationships. What I felt was happening again and it put me in this spiral and I just kind of had to write about it. In doing so, like you realize a lot about yourself. It's an important thing to realize where you fall short in things in order to like be better for yourself and be better for other people. Shifting gears here a little bit, I wanted to like check in with you creatively and personally on just how you've been impacted and affected by the virus and social distancing. It's rough. I think the beginning, I've been able to kind of settle in and find a new norm in it all, but the beginning was really rough because I lost my job. I can't go to school anymore. I can't see my friends anymore. And I don't know, it just kind of put me in this like mental spiral where where all that uncertainty was really getting to me. 
I couldn't do anything about it. And that was freaking me out. And everything that was normal is not normal anymore. It honestly just allowed me to just count my blessings, I guess, to be honest. I have the ability to finish out school. I have a roof over my head. I'm not going hungry. And I didn't have a job anymore. My job wasn't telling me that I was going to be continuing to get paid. Living with my parents, it's not. I'm very lucky where I don't have a rent that I have to pay. But it's still stressful not having that income coming in because that's going to put me back. Being able to travel to my job that I have to moving out just in general after my summer job. After a little bit and everything kind of settled in, I've been able to settle in myself. I guess being able to FaceTime people and still staying connected while not being together. And it, I, it just kind of, this whole situation just shines a light on who your real friends are and all that kind of stuff. I've personally felt really supported by the community and by my friends and by my family just by us giving each other space, but also still staying connected in the ways that we can. That actually bleeds into my next question about ways you continue to support you and your art, but also ways that we as a community can help continue to support each other. I think that there was a big push to create, and especially with those that are going to school right now. At least for me, like I felt a lot of stress. I'm not creating, but everyone else is creating things right now, but I feel like my focus needs to be here. And is that wrong? Is that right? I think putting pressure on creators to create right now, I don't know, is not necessarily the best thing, but also supporting them in when they feel ready to create things. And I think the best way to help artists is to essentially fund them when and where we can in the spaces that they have provided also reaching out to them too because I know that there are no artists that wouldn't love to get like a dm or something just saying you know that you appreciate their art and their work that you support them things like that because I think even those written out things can just be so personal and so meaningful to many artists along with obviously if you do have the resources to provide to them that it's so helpful right now it's so scary because there's so many things that just kind of hold up society and our everyday life that are just crumbling to the ground like the u.s postal service is going bankrupt really yeah i'm Considering donating to USPS, they give us so many jobs and they deliver our mail. That's like a really big part of our lives, I feel. It's something we don't ever think about. No. Yeah, it's bonkers, dude. I would encourage people to continue to social distance where they can and when they can. Continue to wash your hands. If you can, get a medical mask. Something that I learned. I'm not a microbio major, but I have microbio friends. And they were telling me that with masks that you have, putting them in a paper bag would be best. But if you put it in a bag, 
outside your house in your garage or by the walkway or something like that where the bacteria can die and not spread it dies off in five days so if you if you keep a mask in a bag for five days you can use it again do you have any last words on the podcast anything you'd like to end the interview on shouts out to the whole entire we're calling scene i've personally felt like the sickly hex slow caves even a lot of other people i'm really close friends with those guys and i don't know i just feel like they've taken me under their wing slightly and not in like even a musical sense just like as friends and what's the etiquette around the scene because I'm so new to it and I don't really know like I I guess I just say I don't know how to be a musician so it, it helps to kind of see these people leading by example and yeah I mean I've never really been in a space that has been so just warm and inviting as the Fort Collins music scene and that even goes as far as like the Denver music scene Florida Luna for example, they are so nice. And that's the kind of thing where you could just meet somebody at a house show and they're like, oh yeah, I think I know your music. And then all of a sudden you're talking about playing a show together, pulling the strings to make it happen. And I I guess you just don't see that in any mainstream music scene sort of thing because there's so many other hoops you have to jump through when collaborating or getting something together the main thing is just like the scene is just so inviting and so nice and it's rare that you come into a space that's like that for like a little anxious person like me being in a space like this where I don't feel like I have to hide or act any differently than I would with any close friends it's a breath of fresh air for sure and it It's also like, it's not even just really a space for musicians. It's a space for artists of all mediums and people that want to be journalists and, you know, do music journalism and photography. You know, there's, there really is a space for everybody, even if you're just a listener, you know, that doesn't mean that you aren't invited to these shows it doesn't mean that you're not invited into the space because you are it's a space for everybody because in a sense we're all outliers in one way or another but we can find a commonality even like the oh what do you call is it like thrasher music like screamo kind of punk you could have a screamo punk kid become best friends with like a a lo-fi soy boy you know (laughs) that's an ambitious crossover i'd love to see it's just it's a space for absolutely everybody for all walks of life it's kind of like a no questions asked like you're there it's really nice to to see that and be involved in that thank you for listening to the indoors podcast I want to give a huge thank you to Mary for being a wonderful guest and taking the time to join me on this episode. Mary is such a ray of sunshine and she's one of those people that I could talk to for days on end and it's always a good day when I get to spend time with her. Thank you again, Mary. I'd also like to thank my producer, Matt Gusmarati, for helping me create this series. 
Thank you to KCSU and a huge thank you to you for the continued support of this podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indoors.